Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back here on Cody and Gold, brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Info at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. One o'clock hour today, Nate Taylor from The Athletic expected to join us in studio. Again, this week, it's kind of an off week, but as Vinny even pointed out, Vinny Pasquantino, the Chiefs have a routine. They're used to this. Andy has the same philosophy. The team gets a couple days off. The coaches are obviously still game planning and everything. And then on Thursday, we'll hear from coaches again, and we won't hear from the players until opening night. Monday night out in Vegas, big night that's broadcasted on TV. Some of you have texted in already and said that you're going to be out there, and that is an event that is open open to the public. So uh, let us know if you're going to be out in Vegas that early it's on It's going to be in, at Allegiant Stadium. So yeah. even if you can't afford a Super Bowl ticket and you're going to be out there for a few days in the week, I know people do that, then you know might be able to see it. Yeah, it's cool night. that they're doing it uh, actually at the football stadium because some of the other cities have a baseball stadium as well, and yeah. so they leave they, Marlins they, Park. They would like to leave the football stadium – you know, alone. alone, but here they don't, you know, they don't have a baseball stadium yet. Uh, and then T-Mobile arena is probably being used for something else. Cause <laughs> whatever it is out, yeah. out there in, in Las Vegas in particular, a little bit of news thinking of stadiums and everything. There were rumors on this. They're going to spend too much time on it, but it's now official. Uh, KU announced that they will play multiple games at Arrowhead next year. All four of their, not, uh, all four of their conference games will be at Arrowhead. Uh, the non-conference, which is two games will be where sporting KC plays children's mercy park. So, that was expected with the construction going on for the, the new stadium project in Lawrence. It wasn't really feasible to play there. So uh, Lindenwood, Lindenwood and UNLV are going to be at Children's Mercy Park. And then the, the games against uh, what, TCU, Colorado, Houston, Iowa State, Colorado are going to be at Arrowhead, which we know has much greater capacity. So look, if they're having the year that people think they're going to have next year, it's a good schedule. It, it could be, I will say this. It sets up very nicely for them. It does. But this, like we just talked about Andy Reid and having consistency. Yeah. This really takes you out of your element. Sure. For a big year for Kansas football, all of a sudden you got to play two games at Children's Mercy Park, and you got to go to Arrowhead, forty-five minutes from you. You know, like it's a little bit of a bummer. That, yeah. That that throws a wrinch into like keep everything the same, make everything yeah, easy, understand your ability. It does add kind of a challenge. It's definitely different, but as you know, like the team stays even for home games at a hotel the night before. You know, so. You know, is it is it is it terribly different? Like they don't stay in their own bed the night before a game in Lawrence. They no. go stay at a hotel the night before, so they're stay. You know what I mean? That'll still stay stay the same. But we'll see. It's you know the the experience part. I will say that the games that are at Arrowhead. You know the challenge will be students. You know yeah. students. Can you get enough? Down are you going to get students? Not every student has a car. <laughs> okay, I didn't have a car in college. Plenty of students don't have transportation while they're at, in college. So how do you how do you get them to to the stadium? I'm assuming they will eventually announce yeah. some sort of shuttle bus something for students that would be smart and i know if the team has the year you're thinking all of a sudden having capacity of 60 plus thousand for dion and company. you know for yeah that's the one you're thinking of exactly so we'll, well see. I, I think Children's Mercy likely, Park, i like the small ones because you never get to see football that close not mm-hmm. not yeah, college they, not collegiate level football that close i already got an email though that said don't expect single game tickets to be available for the ones at children mercy park because the capacity is just so low like, that everybody has t- a season, season ticket. ticket now there will be plenty of single game tickets Maybe you can available get a ticket for 
ticket from our guy Rob. He's Maybe been a season so. ticket holder for Kansas for years. Yeah, I'm sure Rob will be out there. I did, of course, they sent out an email for you know season ticket stuff as well. So that I, Colorado I game for sure might be the, I'll, I'll go, the move. Look, the think. fact that they're playing at Arrowhead for a lot of people, it actually will make it easier. Yeah, for you, you don't have to um, get home at ten I'm, o'clock. I'm at more night. likely, I'll be honest, to go to a couple. I went only went, I went to two games. Yeah, two games last year. I think all of them. We're going to go to a couple. Anyway, just want to pass that on. We'll get to that and what's trending as well. Back to the Chiefs, though. And uh, this offense has gotten better. We can simplify it to drops and penalties and, and some and of the turnovers and all that. But what else is the reason, you know, this offense is having success? Yeah, that's it. It's like, why is the offense working? Deep passing. I mean, the thing that I told them to give up on <laughs> roughly six weeks ago, I'm like, stop it. You're not good at it. And it's not working. Reset and get back there. In the regular season, this is from Ron Kopp over at Aaron Pride. Credit for him for a great stat. Deep passes in the 16 regular season games in which he started, 29% completion rate, one touchdown, six picks, and a 34 passer rating. They're just arm punts. Mahomes are just chucking it down the field because, like, whatever. It's third down. We got no other deep pass, so let's just see. Other than that, it's just incompletions. Deep passes in the three playoff games, he's completing 44% of them, which is a great rate, by the way, for deep passes. One touchdown, no picks, and a 128 rating. Wow. Who knew that if when those balls that go to MVS get completed or Justin Watson or anyone else in between, that when those work, the offense works again because the Chiefs weren't a threat deep for so long. Teams in no way had to respect it. So if you're going to reopen that door, it makes Pacheco more effective. It makes Kelsey and Rice more effective near and around the line of scrimmage. And to me, in those postseason games, all those deep crossers that Rasheed's getting open and Kelsey – that's all because they're a real threat deep for a few games again, which is great. Yeah, I also think that you mentioned how it help us, helps the run. I also think in reverse, too, though. I mean, it, the Chiefs clearly from that Cincinnati game on, we've discussed plenty, changed their style and, and leaned a little bit more into the running game and just the big three, as we've discussed. And so if you're having success with Pacheco, well, there's going to be some more opportunities o- over the top. I, I think that's part of it, not to mention the O-line. The O-line has been so much better since week 17 of the season. So much better. Specifically the tackles. Yeah. And so you're you giving Mahomes a little bit more time. So not only does it help in the passing game, it helps in the running game. You know, they, they've just really focused in on Kadarius Tony not being part of the equation. No Sky, no Kadarius did help Focused them in on Sky Moore not being part of the equation. MVS, he's going to get the snaps, but you're going to really just give him one or two opportunities during the game, and that's it. And that is all why this is this is this has worked. It's a, it's a combination. So you're right. Like, why does the offense look better? Because the deep passes. I, I'm 100. percent The deep you. passes are coming because they're not trying to throw it to Sky the, or Kadarius the, or yeah. They're coming because the other elements yeah. are are working better too. It's just so crazy for Andy Reid, who we all agree is one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL, that it can still take you like 14 games. To come to that decision. I think sometimes it's because you're like, well, we could be even better than what we could settle for. We know what we could settle for. We don't want to settle. What if we got everything working and we were like a top number one offense again like we were last year? Because, I mean, again, they were the number one scoring offense last year. Fundamentally, the weapons they had available to them on offense were not different. Same running back. Rasheed Rice for Juju Smith-Schuster, which now ends up this season statistically ends up being a wash. Didn't Juju Smith-Schuster come up just short of a 1,000-yard season? And so did Rasheed Rice. So, like, fundamentally, they replaced each other. In a weird way, it's like, how did you not see for, like, eight weeks 
10 weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks, that Sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony were actively making you worse. Yeah, I know it's frustrating. And, you know, I, I'm not a huge believer that sometimes we get sucked in this mentality of like, oh, they're just saving everything for the playoffs. No, I don't think it's that. And I know that's it's it's hard to not think that's the case because they're playing better in the playoffs. I think what it is, what you were hitting on, Cody, a little bit, which is that. What would happen if they hit? They, they yeah. know the end goal and Andy Reid knows that come playoff time, that's when they need to be playing their best. Not that he's like saving everything. You don't think he wanted to be the number one seed. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah. I don't buy into the But he fact. knows their best would have been if Kadarius, Tony and Sky more mattered. Right. But also I think but they don't. he knows, all right, now it, no, all right, we, 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 we know who we can be now. Now we all thought we had an idea that they shouldn't be trying to use Kadarius, Tony after week eight, you know, but sure. as a team in that facility, they were willing to wait longer because they felt confident that, they could still switch to a different, you know, they, in their mind, maybe they had this running yeah. attack in their back pocket if they wanted to a certain extent, but I never buy like, Oh they, yeah. They just waited to the playoffs to be good. No, you don't, you, you think they wouldn't have preferred to be the number one seed and host yeah. all these playoff games. So I don't, I don't think it's that extreme, but it's what you're saying, which is they were still trying to be the number one offense from 2022, 2021. And they weren't willing to ad- adapt early, you know, quicker than we, they didn't adapt as quickly as we all would have preferred them to, but when it mattered most, they adapted and they've, they've gotten guys to, to focus and lock in. And here they are. And they're in the Super Bowl again. Again, are you, it is weird. We say that kind of flippantly. It doesn't again, s- again and again, and again. Yeah. I ride the line. I don't want to, I definitely don't want to take it for granted as we have mentioned. Um, but I don't know. I'm used to it. <laughs> Chiefs win the Super Bowl all the time. Well, it's this super, is how super, every super Bowl year goes. Super Bowl or bust. We say it before just about every season now. That's where they live. Yeah, and there is they no, are. They're in the Super Like, super it's Bowl. funny. Most, the sport, most sports talk radio or most just fans in general could have a real conversation at the beginning of every year be like, what constitutes a successful season? There is only one answer for the Chiefs while Patrick Mahomes is the starting quarterback is the only thing that constitutes a successful season is winning the Lombardi Trophy. Nothing else is a successful season. It's a season, and it wasn't a bad season necessarily, but not a success. The only way in which you've won the season is if you win a trophy. Next year, Justin Fields and the Bears, if they won a playoff game, massive success. Yeah, absolutely. They really took their season over. They did it. For the Chiefs, it's just like, even in a year in which, you know, like Vinny, we were joking, like, this might be their worst team. And I think it might it might be. But to Vinny's point, it's hard their to worst say team that is still better than your team. It is. It's also hard to say the worst team because, again, they have they the best defense. You know what I mean? So yeah, sure. It's How can you worst have the worst? offensive weapons. It's the worst offense, offense they've had. Yeah. Worst team, um, maybe not. But it can't, I mean, it just can't be. When you have, if you have the number, I mean, it just can't, you have the number one defense and your offense isn't 20th. You know, like, it's so. It's like 11th. It, it's, it's, it's what did one. it finish on the year? Uh, that's a good question. And points per game. That's a great question. 11th or 12th? My guess. guess? My, yeah, my guess. I think they finished 20th. Yeah, my guess is 13th. Worse. 15th. Okay. All right. So Ooh, 15th, average. 15th and first. That doesn't mean, it, you know. Also, the last game they didn't play their starters. That's dinging them here. But they scored points, didn't they? I mean, they or scored. Was that, was that, that was low. That was like, no, that, yeah, you're right. That was super low score. It was like 18-9 was like yeah. or something. Charger. I don't remember. It was some dumb score. 13-12. 13-12. I said 18-9. 13-12. So yeah. that dinged them a little bit. They would have finished yeah. like 11th or 12th because they were only like fractional points away from – they probably had to finish 12th. Yeah. They were point one points away from finishing 12th, but, yeah. you know. We mentioned Kadarius Tony though. Um, we didn't get to this oh yesterday because, frankly, he didn't play in the game, and there's no reason to talk about negative stuff the day after the team clinches a spot in the Super Bowl. That's correct. But Andy was asked about Kadarius Tony yesterday. We, we – 
We know there was an Instagram live that was circulating before the game on Sunday morning from Canarius Tony, where he claimed that he's not hurt, right? And that the, the Chiefs are putting out incorrect information. That was his he accusation. Said, Man, that S cap. I'm not hurt. None of that S. Save that S. We, we'd play the audio, but I can't because of this. No, you keep going. I, I go want you to get a drop to tackle to get to that. I'm in a body cast right now at this point. Drew's got that marked. Thank you. There you go. Thank That's you. so the other shows can play it. Because they can't play the actual. Yeah, they Tony can have Cody Cody uh, deciphering that for us. Um, <laughs> look, so we all know the story there. By the way, no kidding. I don't think you're hurt either, dude. Like, I don't. I don't believe you're truly hurt Why either. Why not just take I, I, the? They're trying to save, save you. A yes, little face. they're trying to kind of cover for your ass because they don't want you on the field. That's what's really going on now. Andy, yesterday, let me for full disclosure, I will play Andy's answer. You know, obviously, he's been on the injury report, so I mean, I. I got that that part as uh, that's not made up by any means, but he's been working through some things and um, he'll, uh, you know, he'll be back out there. And I took, I'll, he'll be back out there as, as on the practice field. I, I still don't think he's going to be active. Yeah. Uh, look, the, I think there's some truth to both. I think he probably has had a hip issue, but if he was not the guy making the mistakes, he would have still played. You're right. Nobody's not hurt this time of the year. Travis Kelsey's probably hurt. Sure. Right. But he's still playing because but he's not hurt so much. He yeah. can't play. Canaries, Tony, if he had 800 yards receiving, I can promise you he would have played last he's week. He's been practicing for yes. Like- so there's, yeah. there's a balance. Like, yes, does he have a hip injury? I'm sure, but he's not that they are trying to just bench him without making this- it so obvious. Right. But we all know what's going on. Not a good look from, Canary's t- he's done, right? He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's there was a time done. in which you might have convinced yourself. That means Sky Moore will be back, and they'll try to make that work again, but they won't try to make don't it need work. To do that either. Don't need to do that either, though. No, I don't. Look, as a fifth or sixth wide receiver, I don't really care. You if wanna... he wants to be the backup, backup, backup punt returner, Sky Moore can be that. Yeah. Because he I had mean, a nice return, and him and Canary's Tony obviously had look, moments in the playoffs last year. I know it's frustrating to get benched, but this goes down to the very simple logic that every parent has explained to every kid or every boss has explained to every person who works for them. Which is, look, you might have, let's say, uh, Gold, you've had 10 jobs in your life. If at every job you're like, these guys are all a-holes, they're all jerks, they're the worst, they don't like me, and it's their fault. But, uh, but that was the same in all 10 jobs. Nope, it's you. That's what we're learning about Kadarius Tony. It's not that the Giants mistreated you and didn't know how to use you. Mm-hmm. It's you suck. You know, you're not a good enough player. You don't have a good enough attitude coming into the, the locker room. You don't pick up the offense fast enough. It doesn't really matter what the excuses are or what the actual problems are. It's you. It's not them. The Chiefs, you want to talk about how bad this failed. The Chiefs for 15 weeks would have done anything to find another weapon on offense that they liked before they just dummied it down to Rasheed Rice, Pacheco, and Kelsey. They were trying desperately to find any other weapon that could work inside their offense. And even still then, you could not find the field or any kind of consistency with this offense. This says a lot about your ability, but also just why go on Instagram? Can't just write it out, yeah, can't get your ring, get your check, and move on. Because otherwise, He's, I hope you're real good with your money. He, he was arguing with Giants fans and stuff on I Instagram know. before. I mean, that, that's just kind of his style. Uh, look, I'll say this. You said failed. I think this season clearly was a failure for Tony. I still don't have any problem with the trade they made because of what he did in the postseason. Like, you, that, w- that was always the weird thing about this year, why they continue to throw them out there. Like, you didn't need to prove to us that you won the trade anymore. To me... You already did. You gave up a third round pick. I think it was, right? it was a third you round might win pick. Two. And 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 he helped you literally 
in a, in the Super yeah. Bowl came with a massive play. Good, I'm good. Wipe your hands clean and be done with the guy. Was it a massive win? Do you wish you'd given up a fifth or a sixth or no sure. picks at all? Yeah, maybe. But you won the Super Bowl and you might yeah. win back to back to there. Someone does say Johnny Dare has an edited version for us. Maybe we should have played that instead uh, of my I, I like your version. Said, Man, that S cap. I'm not hurt. None of that S. Save that S. I'm in a body cast right now at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just as good as whatever the you real thing was. was funny. <laughs> yes, it was so good. So good. So uh, good. <laughs> no, he needs to. Like, he, he will get the Clyde Edwards Alaire treatment. Not that Clyde did anything wrong last year, and Tony is the one that's got on Instagram Live. But the same thing where Tony's going to walk off the bus in Las Vegas for game day on Super Bowl Sunday, and he's going to walk into Allegiant Stadium. And they're all going to get in the locker room, and he's not going to have a jersey hanging up in no. his locker. He must know that already, right? Look, it's not I, like I Clyde Edwards Alaire when he found out. That's what I said. Clyde didn't do anything wrong last year. That was just, no, he just yeah. a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just. To me, the one thing I don't understand with this is that the, all the business end of it that you and I both know and everybody knows, which is at the end of this year, you're going to be looking for a new job from a new team. You're still going to be a former first-round pick yeah. who has shown at times Someone will side some real yeah. flashes of athleticism, right? Like, wow, look at the athlete. So someone will probably t- – but, like, you actively hurt any possible number or years or any of the stuff you can get in when you start becoming a problem even when they're protecting you. They're they're protecting you. They're like, oh, you know, just hurt. Stinks, but, you know, he'd love to be out there. Tough competitor. You know, they're covering for you. And instead, you're popping on. And by the way, I've heard people be like, no, that's the audio from the Giants. No, he just did the same thing. (laughs) You know, I know that this, like, because people aren't sure, like, it's not like uh, this isn't the FBI trying to break down the Watergate tapes. So everybody isn't like, well, we haven't fully authenticated it. You know, I know it's real. Have you seen a single person from the Chiefs organization or a national reporter deny it? Have you seen a single? Have you seen oh, a Tom Pelissaro report that said uh, that audio might be old? No, so it's definitely from recent, and it's just like you just gotta, you just gotta do better than that. Like especially why be why be a distraction in the same week your team's clinching a spot to the Super Bowl? That's why we didn't talk about it yesterday. So we're not gonna bring weekend, down the vibe. Congratulations to him, by the way. The same weekend he just had the birth of his his child. I think on Saturday or something like yeah. that. You know, and then the next morning he's on Instagram calling out his team. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? But yes, uh, no need for him to be in a uniform or a Chiefs uniform ever again. Appreciate last year. No, they'll be resetting about half of the wide receiver room next year. Yeah, we've talked that. We've definitely talked about that. Trash of the day. All right, this is, uh, I, I don't, it's the dollar amount. It's also the type of surgery. I, I just don't get it. I know people get plastic surgery and there's for some people, it's, you know, they don't go overboard. You know, for some people, they do a little minor procedure and maybe you don't even notice, right? How about this new trend? A $1,500 dimple plasty. This is a thing that is now happening on a regular basis. Okay. That. How much? $1,500? It's a minimally evasive. They want to have dimples. To create the appearance of natural dimples on one or both cheeks. Following the popularity of something called the Dimple Maker Beauty Tool, which pinches the face to create the illusion of indentations, but comes with the risk of skin damage. I guess this is something that people have been doing like DIY DIY dimples just in their house. Now there's a real surgery called Dimple Plasty for $1,500 that will get you uh, dimples. Okay. I I mean, why? Why? I don't know. People like all kinds of beauty stuff. Out of all things, dimples. Like, you know, someone wants to get with some wrinkles on the forehead and get some Botox. You do you. Whatever. Dimples? Like People like them. They think it's just like, it's like having a, 
like a Cindy Crawford mole. It's distinguishable. You know, you got the little mark. You've got. Like, I still have some. Yeah. You've yeah. got dimples. I still have some. Yeah. I mean, people ever complimented you on them before? Yeah. Well, see. I wouldn't pay to have but them. But do you see people like ladies like, oh, I like your dimples. They're cute. That's what people are aiming for. They like the <laughs> yeah. idea of people complimenting them for a facial feature that stands out. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't just because you get them though doesn't mean they're gonna look good. Like if you don't have them and then you get that's a risk. They're not gonna look like natural. Yes. Yeah. They claim it looks natural, of course, but I'll say this: if you're ever getting plastic surgery, pay the good money for the good one. (laughs) Like if you've seen like the people, if you've just seen like a person walk in the street about this, and then you've seen like a real celebrity, and you're like, did they get some work done, or are they just like aging flawlessly? And you're Mm. not sure. You're not totally sure they had plastic surgery. That's the surgeon. Pay the extra. You're getting these dimples put in. Don't have someone just going to, like, run a hot needle through your cheek and pray that it looks good. Yep. Pay pay the real money for the real person if you want dimples that bad. The demand is so high that uh, it's forced this doctor's patients to book three months in advance. Wow. To get dimple plasties. Same thing with a tattoo. If you're going to get a tattoo, pay the money to You've get it properly You've got a couple tattoos, done. right? Yes. We've talked about this. Mine aren't detailed enough where like I, I technically could like Drew's I, gonna get a sleeve. Drew's just gonna have a sleeve eventually. In Vegas, man. There you go. In Vegas you oh, can get a sleeve. Yeah, getting a getting a tattoo in Ooh. Vegas feels right, Drew. It does. That makes for a fun social media video. It oh does. You get the Cody and Gold logo on your chest. Oh yeah, that's what he wants. <laughs> on his that's, chest. That's what I'm in I'm sure his wife would Across love that. His- to Across his whole chest. I'm oh, sure yeah. his wife would love to have a Cody and Gold tattoo on her husband's chest. Show support for this show, you know? <laughs> the Super Bowl logo, his team's not in How it. dedicated are you to, My goodness. to, to this job? What's you the know? one, like, sports-related? Like, if you were forced, if you lost a real bet, and, and we were in Vegas, and, like, it had to be somewhat sports or show-related, what's the one spot of your body or, or type of tattoo you would actually get? Like, you know what I'm saying? I not- mean, if I had to get it, I would just, you know, you just put it on your ass because you don't want to... <laughs> I still don't think you want it on your ass. There, you do not. I think you'd be better off just having it on like they your shoulder. I think you'd be it. better off having it on like your shoulder blade Nobody's or something. Nobody's ever going to see it except for I, I you know, know. But you on your ass, a few people on your ass though. Really? So, dude, few you're going to think about this. See it. You're going to be 80 years old. And you're going to see my ass when I'm 80. I, the still, nurse? It doesn't matter. So like, what? Oh, I just think, oh, that's just terrible. I if you were forced, <laughs> I'd almost rather just have it somewhere on your back. What is it though? Like, is is it the logo? Is it like a saying? Is it Cody's gonna get uh, a, a gum bucket on his <laughs> on his shoulder? That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, he's definitely he's gonna be a gum bucket. Have you better on your shoulder than the <laughs> other part? <laughs> <laughs> you can't can't go the other uh, way on that one. Dang. Depends on the tattoo, I guess. Is now the answer. I feel like a thigh um, tattoo spot with that. That would be thigh. No, no, no. That's not where you want, would oh, want yeah, it. That's where if we chose. That's he, a relatively safe tattoo spot. That would be the thing. I think is is you get the option of picking where it is or. What it is, and oh. then whoever, and then we would get to decide the opposite of that. So if you said, I want this, Cody and I would get to decide where you get the tattoo gold. Oh my gosh. If you wanted it. Yeah. Now, yeah. and if you wanted yeah. the spot, then Cody and I would decide what the tattoo would, is. What the tattoo well, would here, be. Well, here, look, I'll just settle this right And we here. wouldn't let Wait, you choose neck or uh, face, uh, you know? Uh, oh, no. Yes. Monsters. No, no uh, we're not going to do well, that. We can settle this. As we mentioned yesterday, there's a long standing bet. Cody owes the show. An appearance at a strip club, uh, and we said true. in Vegas it could happen. So you can trade it out if you would rather and get a tattoo. If you would rather get a tattoo, Cody. Then of you know what? what? 
of our, I don't have any of tattoos. Our, our choosing either show or Chiefs related. Cody, uh, I will. Then you can get out of the strip club visit since you don't want to go there. with a money bag. And to do you sure. a solid, I will get it. I, 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 I will. It's permanently I'll, on my body. <laughs> I will look up places over the week, and I will get a tattoo at the same time that you do. In Vegas. Wow. I'm not getting real. anything show-related, though. I, I've already got an he idea. He wants a tattoo. Why don't you both get a tattoo together? How cute, you know? Mm. I, I, I know it's not going to be the matching same. tattoos. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's not going to be matching. <laughs> Drew and I just all of a sudden have matching tattoos. That'd be odd. Uh, oh, my goodness. be funny for me to have zero tattoos my entire life, and then all of a sudden I had a chiefs tattoo. Someone says, yeah, Cody, clearly you're not at the age of the, the colonoscopy rotation. Imagine you go in for your colonoscopy. <laughs> you know, you turn 40, you go in for your colonoscopy, oh, yeah. which is what people should do, and then the nurse <laughs> oh, <Cody's> just <laughs> got this tattoo on his ass. Look, in fairness... It's already a vulnerable moment. <laughs> so, like, I don't know that the tattoo is the part you're really I mean, worried about in that moment. Oh, man. Yeah. It's already, already a vulnerable so moment. So it says C on one cheekbone and on the nose, <laughs> G on the other cheekbone. You guys probably haven't seen the, the moment where Charles Barkley was talking about getting a tattoo, but he said he would get it on his ass and he would have two M's on his cheek so it would spell mom or wow. And you can. <laughs> what? You can, that's what Charles Barkley what? said he would do. Okay. So what we get you to do, Cody? Hmm. Two M's. I'll think about it. On your cheeks in Vegas. What a, that, that's, that's the play. If you what would, would your, what would your, honestly, I mean, like Drew already has a couple tattoos, but what would your wife I think my do? My wife would be surprised. If you got a tattoo. She's not against sp- tattoos. She wouldn't care yeah, that I but got on a your tattoo. Ass. She'd, be, she'd be stunned. That would be, that would be probably a surprising <laughs> would, result. <laughs> The you best, shouldn't even the best thing her. is, yeah, you don't tell her until <laughs> right. that moment, and then she's until the first moment. Yeah. Like, hey, wait a second, Excuse rewind. Me? Excuse me, what is that? Did you get a tattoo? You got to find a way. Can you get a temporary one there, just to get the reaction when you come That'd back? Be from hilarious. Vegas? I'm sure you can. Just to get the- like henna, you know, the ones yeah. that like fade after like three months. <laughs> well, they do henna on your <laughs> on your ass, though. I'm, it's Vegas. I don't think so. Somewhere, somewhere you never know. Vegas. You never know. So anyway, that's the trash of the day. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll get back to some Chiefs football. Chiefs Red Half Hour, uh, the explanation from one Justin Tucker about what happened prior to the Chiefs and Ravens game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Reminder, coming up at 1 o'clock today, Nate Taylor from The Athletic will join us in studio talking NFL, talking Super Bowl all week long and for the next two weeks. There was still a little bit of aftermath discussion, I should say, on the Baltimore side. 
And it was it was enjoyable to hear. Save Flowers blaming the refs. The man fumbled yeah. the ball in the half yard line. Your offense scored ten points. I mean, I just end the discussion there. Your offense scored ten points. Plenty, like so, it's ridiculous. And then we know pregame. There's a video that went viral, and it was Justin Tucker putting the the T at the goal line right mm-hmm. next to Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. Clearly, just trying to get under their skin. Eventually, Mahomes and Kelsey had enough. Kelsey threw the helmet, and the football's in the other direction. And, like, you move on. We're like, what are you poking the bear for? Now, on the Baltimore side, they were viewing it as, like, how dare Travis Kelsey do this? But their kicker, Justin Tucker, who's a future Hall of Famer, uh, knew exactly what he was doing. Well, then after the game, after they had just lost, he was asked about that entire incident. It's a little long cut, but just listen to this. It's ridiculous. I find it kind of silly that we're even having to address it or talk about something that happened before the game that I really don't see as a big deal. Um, You know, I mean... I think if you just see the whole interaction and then you see us at the coin toss, we're all dapping each other up and then we just get on with the football game. But, um, you know, for those that don't know, the way it works is each team's kicker uh, goes to the other team's uh, designated warm-up area on the field. And for me, it's usually about 90 minutes before kickoff. So um, I've been doing the exact same thing for 12 years, never really had a problem with anybody. Um, but. Uh, yeah, that's just that's just kind of the way, the way we've always done it, and the way uh, kickers around the league have always done it. Um, you know, and I, I saw Patrick there trying to warm up and get some drop back. So uh, he asked me while I was on the ground stretching, like if I could move my helmet. So I happily got up and I moved my helmet out of the way. At least I thought it was enough out of the way. Um, and then uh, Travis comes over and he just kicks my stuff and he throws my helmet. And I just thought it was all just some gamesmanship, um, you know, all in good fun, but. They seem to be taken a little bit more seriously, um, and uh, I'm I'm totally willing to let it all go. But um, yeah, I just wanted to explain that that's just you know what I've done for 12 years, and it's it's not like I'm out there trying to be problematic. I'm just trying to get ready for the football game, just like they are. You didn't say, and that's and that's that's all I really got to say about okay. it. Okay, well, just to be clear, have you ever had a, like in those 12 years of doing that? Have you ever had an issue like that? No, like I just said, never never had a. An issue with anybody um, you know we're all at the end of the day we're all professionals just trying to get ready for the football game uh, those are two of the best players that have ever played the game at their respective positions they're just trying to get ready for the football game obviously it's an intense environment so um, it's it's really whatever to me man I'm just you know I'm just trying to get ready for the football game you said nothing you just let it go right yeah I was just getting ready for the football game oh, what a hero yeah. that reporter is you said nothing right you just let it go you the yeah. bigger man, Justin. Give me a Sorry, break. Sorry, I don't know that reporter, but that no, sounded like he was I, really sucking up to Justin Tucker there at the end. I'm just going to say it. Give me a break. Did that not sound like the biggest piece of crap you've ever heard? Just, I mean, honestly, like Justin mm-hmm. Tucker's a future Hall of Famer. He's a great kicker. I Obviously, we never talked to him before or anything like that, but like, just seemed like a complete lie. <laughs> and then trying to play. The, I do this all the time, man. I was just trying to be, I'm just trying to get ready for the game like everyone else. And then trying okay. to play the card like, oh, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> but I just, you know, you guys care. I don't care. But I want to make sure I tell you how I feel. But yeah, but I don't care. I want to make sure you know I don't care. Uh, as I talk for two minutes about it. Uh, what a joke. What, what an absolute joke. You knew you, you got caught trying to poke the bear, buddy. That's what happened. You thought you were going to be smooth. You're just trying to piss them off a little bit. And they, they never been a problem before when you stood on the goal line mm-hmm. to kick mm-hmm. field goals directly next to the opposing player. The game's mission on is on his end. He did it probably for years and years and years to annoy people a little bit, get in their way a little bit, just that little bit of edge, you know, whatever. Um, 
you know, get in people's face. He said they took it too seriously. Took Cody. it too seriously. They're, you're in my way. It's the I a- said move. It's also the AFC title game. Your team clearly didn't take the game serious enough. You guys weren't ready to play. One team was locked in. One team was serious in trying to get ready for the game. Mm-hmm. One other team was just trying to play games before the game by having the damn tee at the goal line. Justin Tucker, what he kicked, what he had one field goal right in the game. That was like, the, the entire. Game was a sign that the Ravens weren't taking it seriously from the get-go. The Chiefs punched your ass in the mouth immediately. And the biggest thing you had to stand up for yourself is, I was just trying to have, I was just trying to warm up. No, they took it real serious. I thought I moved my helmet out of the way. What do you mean out of the way? It's literally right there. It's directly by his feet. How far did he move it? I was totally willing to let it go. I was like, I'm willing to let it go if they are. You might see later we were dapping each other up. Yeah, and then I watched Travis Kelsey go for like 11 for 400 against you. Clearly, he was more than ready to hit the game. I guess Tucker made his field goal, but he did. And his extra points, so two for two. I just, I go back to the same thing, which is he's full of it. He was doing it to mess with him because he is kind of an edgy player. He's probably more competitive than some of the players who aren't kickers, which is not a great sign for your team. And. He tried to, like, get under their skin a little bit. They fought back, and he's like, whoa, whoa. Oh, you know, because I'll tell you right now, I looked it up. The NFL's own guidelines say you have to be inside or outside of the 40-yard line of the opposing team's area. So Justin Tucker is literally 40 yards off of where the NFL would recommend he be. You know why in the book it says that you should be there? To prevent penalties or exchanges or problems with the opposing team, Gold. Shocker. A a player from the other team shouldn't be standing within six inches of the opposing team's player in an AFC title game. Justin Tucker knew what he was doing. Of course. He must know going forward. That is enough. If you want to warm up at the goal line, go down to the other side. You warm up wherever you kick it into the net on the side. You don't have to stand that close. He's doing it on purpose. He thinks he gets an edge out of it. Yeah, and then then to play dumb after. That's actually what makes it even worse for me. Just the, I, I don't really care. You know, I was just trying to have a great time. They were the ones that took it too seriously. No, you can't be the one that instigates the thing and then try to play dumb. That's all you. That's all he was doing after <laughs> was the game. That was really bad. Yeah. The, the, I, 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 the, because you know, people like would act this way in college, man. They get in like this big fight. You're like, I don't even care about this fight. You're like, you started it. What do you mean? You can't just be like, whoa, easy gold. I can't believe you're upset. You're like, you called me an a-hole. Be like, whoa, you can't take a joke, huh? That's that guy. That's the worst. That's the worst guy. The old can't take a joke guy. When they say something like legitimately insensitive to you, they're like, oh, easy. Sorry. Just thought we were having fun. That's his whole attitude towards this. It's so silly of Justin Tucker. I don't understand any of this. Just move. Just get out of the way. When they ask you to move your helmet, that's their polite and way no of saying And no other kicker's doing that either. No. Like, we've all been to football games. We know that they're, they are on the opponent's side of the field. That's normal. That, there's nothing wrong with that. They warm up on the opponent's side. Yeah. And they, that, they mingle. That, that's but he, was, he went way too far with it. And it was a stupid thing for him to do anyway. The wrong two players to mess with. The wrong yeah, two was players. Problem. And they both went off and had unbelievable days. Travis Kelsey looked like 25-year-old Travis Kelsey in that game. I uh, feel like we got to get to Travis Kelsey again tomorrow because looking at some NFL films audio, you know, that always comes out after this. Mm-hmm. I like something he said. I like something he said in the postgame when he's standing up there holding that Lamar Hunt trophy again. Gives me gives me some renewed energy on the Travis Kelsey plays for no, I, saw, I know. I, I don't want to spoil it, but I, I know exactly what sentence you were referring to. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know exactly. I like. I like it. Yeah, that I, one's. I, that, I like him I saying it. I, I, I know what, why you like it because if there, the, Cody has said Travis Kelsey's playing until he's like 45 years old, and the exact I think I said 38. But and yeah. based off of what Travis may or may not have said, uh, he might be playing until he's 44. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're right in the ballpark again. But uh, let's get back to unfortunately on the on the less positive side was the news that came after we got off the air yesterday, which sucked, and that's that Charles Menehue is done for the season. He tore his ACL, which he he talked to Pete Sweeney after the game and was like, "Yeah, I'll be good to go." So he didn't, he didn't even know that he, he tore his ACL. You know, some of those you hear that you might be in a little bit of pain, but you're still able to, to walk, and that, that happens at times. But he, he didn't even know, and then they get the MRI, and unfortunately the MRI told the story, and he's done for the season. It will impact the start of next season potentially, which is a big bummer. This guy has been awesome for this team. He missed the first six weeks, and he has picked up right where he left off and some, you know, left off from a year ago and some, and that's a big loss, man. He had the strip sack against Lamar Jackson. And to not have him, this means Turk Warden, Mike Dana, Malik Herring, going to have to step up. And maybe, just maybe, the rookie's going to be active for the Super Bowl now, Felix Andy yeah. DK Uzama. Yeah, I I think he becomes important in specific circumstances. The The bigger weight of this lands on Turk Warden. And if you go back, by the way, you want to just that's – a, that's a guy we never give Veach much credit for because he's just like an ancillary player. He's just like a, a role-playing defensive lineman, so you don't think about it much. He took him out of Missouri S&T, and, like, he was an undrafted free agent out of Missouri S&T, and he might be an important player in the Super Bowl for your chance to go back-to-back. I think they're going to have to do this um, with everybody taking a little bit of the weight, if that makes sense. So it's going to have to be Turk. It's going to have to be Dana. It's going to have to be Felix Anudike Uzama. I know that it seems like a lot for a guy, but he played this year. He didn't play a lot of snaps. But before everybody got healthy, he was playing a lot. And then when everybody came back and the minute he was back, he was playing, you know, look, you're a little like, it's the fourth quarter, here's your one snap situation. I get it. But to say 10 to 12 snaps in pass rush specific situations if your defense can get them in the third and longs, I think there's still an advantage to be had there. I don't know what kind of player he's going to turn out to be in the pros. But I can tell you what he's been doing his entire life. One-on-one, trying to get after the quarterback. That's all I want to ask Felix and UDK Uzama to do. I, I do think, and we'll have plenty of time to get like into the nitty-gritty of this 49ers team, but to me, other than Trent Williams, who's a future Hall of Famer, maybe one of the best left tackles to ever play the game, their offensive line is vulnerable. They got a great left tackle. Great left tackle. The rest is nothing like overall nothing special. It's not. And I think there's some opportunities there. And yeah, Felix, you're, you're not asking him suddenly to take all the snaps. I think you're correct that it's going to be divvied up. The, the bulk of the snaps should go to probably Turk Warden, if we're being honest, and then go from there. And Felix, yeah. Andy D.K. Uzama, uh, the fact that he hasn't been active recently doesn't mean he's just been sitting on his ass the last month. No, he's been working behind the scenes. Let, let's see if there was some development there. And he's got two weeks now that they know they're going to have to probably have some sort of a role for him. That's what I actually and positive about they got two weeks to figure it out it's not like hey you got four days before the next game no you got two weeks figure out a a package of plays an area where he can thrive even at his 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 current skill set and build also long term hopefully build some momentum for next season but more play can he make can he play like one can he get you one one play if he gets a sack in the super bowl and they win i gotta pace myself because we did this with scott well you don't all of a sudden say he's gonna be 10 sack guy but but you would you should feel good if that happened in the super bowl if you told me if it happens i'm just saying it has for me it has no bearing on 2024's season i did that with sky like not i but 
in general, people did it with Sky. I got Moore you, it but it would be, you, you would have to admit it would be promising that if if the rookie who really didn't play at all this season got a sack in the Super Bowl, it would make you feel better about the long term projection. Not nah, it make me feel uh, like okay, I that's fine. I, I would feel I would personally feel better about it. I think it would be nuts if anybody was like, oh, he's gonna suddenly be this dominant player. I wouldn't <laughs> feel better or worse. I'd feel the same. Okay, good job. Yeah, I'd be happy. I'd be thrilled he got the sack. Yeah. no doubt, and that could absolutely make a difference in them winning or losing. But I'm not gonna get too hung up on it. The other problem is that, like, I know we don't do a lot of long-term stuff because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl in two years. Just real quick, this creates a defensive line problem for next year. It does. Um, because there may be no Chris Jones, and who knows how long until Charles. Could you be, only got him on a two-year deal. Could be middle of October or something before Menehue's back. And, yeah. And assume, you know, is he back to the same guy? I mean, these are all fair questions. How many weeks after um, that? It might be playoffs before he's back to the yeah, form we it, just saw. It sucks for him because he's been great, and he, had, he was going to have a chance to go up against his old team. I mean, think about that story for him. Yeah. You sign with the Chiefs, and then you get to go up against your old team. I mean, that would have been cool, and it is a massive blow uh, to him. And, again, I think it sucks even more knowing that he, you know, he went to bed the night before thinking he didn't have a torn ACL. And then you wake up and you get the MRI and they're like, no, you, you did tear your ACL. Like he knew he, something was up with his knee, but he, he thought truly he thought he was playing. You can walk was- on that sometimes. It's yeah. not like some of the other injuries. You think that you're okay and then you're not. It does suck for a variety. I do feel so bad for players like that. You think about like going back to the Super Bowl and, you know, Schwartz was hurt the entire year, but then Eric Fisher goes down that AC title game. I don't think – I mean, he was an important player, but he, it's Definitely. not – it's not like, for the people who might be like, oh, God, it's just like when they lost Eric Fisher. It's not like that. It's not the guy protecting Mahomes on a unit that's already demolished by injury. This is a good, deep defensive line unit. And they got one of the better defensive line coaches in the NFL, the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. That's where their advantages lie in this situation. Like, we talk all the time. They got the best quarterback in the NFL. They got the best uh, head coach in the NFL. They also have the best DC currently in the NFL. Absolutely. I told you he might be one of the best DCs of all time. Yeah, he's tied I for now the most appearances by a coordinator in the Super Bowl. Absolutely yeah. make the argument he's the best defensive coordinator of all time, especially when you consider the offenses he has shut down in the past. I think they'll find a way, like you mentioned, through rotation to make the defensive line work because it worked for six weeks without a mini Hugh before. And he was on limited snaps for two or three weeks coming back. He almost didn't play for this team for half a year, and they were still a very good defense before that. You remember last year when we were uh, we were at the Super Bowl and coming out of the Super Bowl for months and months after in Philadelphia, what were they still talking about? The field. The field and how As crap- if it only impacted them, by the way. Correct. Like the Chiefs that, didn't play in the same field. That was always the laughable thing, as if the Chiefs offense was on the field and they rolled out a new field, and then when the Chiefs defense was on the field, they rolled out a new field. Uh, no, of course it did not happen. But the field sucked. It did. It did suck last year. Are you worried that that's a story? Remember, this game's in Vegas. Uh, they also have the field on this, like, track or whatever that they roll in and out to grow outside, and they brought in brand-new sod, all the same stuff we heard last year. Are you are you worried that that's Okay, so I saw again? a video of not the field that will be played in the Super Bowl yet, but the way they were keeping track of that Vegas field in the final week of the regular season, it looked like um, used carpet that had been on the side of the highway for, like, 10 months with all the stuff just like it was, peeling off of it. It was rough. I think hopefully what that was, one, as you said, it's a completely different field. But that timeline, I believe, was when they had a Raiders game, UNLV football, Mountain West Championship game, I think, and like the Pac-12, all, all I mean, in, in one time it's frame. It's the most expensive stadium on the planet, and you can't get the grass right. Somebody put it yeah. next to like LeBron's hairline and said it looked like that. We're just... Goodness. Ice cold for a variety Damn. of reasons. Wow. I mean, <laughs> but I, but like I mean, to look, think the someone's like, they got story. two weeks. They had two weeks the last time, and that field sucked. They did. My concern is that they got these long term plans, these like 10 year plans on the field. 
right? They really think it out. They are doing the field the exact same way they did it last year. So can they avoid, I don't know, tarping it two days too early to make it mildewy or whatever the hell they screwed up the last time? Because when I see the way they're taking, like, if this is the grounds crew who's taking care of this field now, yeah. dear God, I'm terrified. Can yeah. we not just hire the Chiefs to keep the field of play looking sharp? Yeah, last year the story was that they watered the field and then they brought it inside too early it didn't, and the field hadn't dried or something. That was remember that was kind of what we had yeah. heard and that led to the slippage, the field kind of being moldy or mildewy or whatever and that led to, you know, we were on, and then after the game we went we were on the field and you could tell like if something was up with it. Um but yeah, I would like to think that considering the backlash from last year, um, you would think that they're going to make sure this bad boy is Who does in it, great shape. Who does it benefit more if the field's exactly like last year's? The Chiefs. Always. <laughs> the, 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 the Chiefs. They played on. How, how can I not? I mean, the Chiefs gave up zero sacks last year. Uh-huh. Now, now, overall, if you're looking at the numbers, the, the Chiefs were able to get after the quarterback this year. They had what? more effectively than the 49ers. Technically, so, I, mean, I, I guess think, if you right? want to if you want to say that. But no, I think it would still be. The were Chiefs. they were they? Uh, who's the only Were the Ravens, the only team that had more sacks than the Chiefs this year? I think that's right. Ravens had 60 something, right? Ravens only got to the Patrimons one time, by the way. After all that. True. Um. But, I mean, you and I both know that the 49ers are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. So, like, seventh. You can make an argument mm-hmm. that it benefits the 49ers the same way, right? Neutralizes. One pass rush can't be better than the other pass rush if they go that way. That goes back to the Aminahue thing, too, where they can just blitz corners to cover for some of that. Send more exotic blitzes to do it. But no, I'm, of course I'm terrified. Do you that know was a major uh, storyline in that game. Gold, we stood down on that field. It was gross. There was something <laughs> wrong with it. I'm not even, like, I don't know anything about grass. And oh. I'm out there, and I'm like... Okay, it shouldn't just, like, when I'm scooping up confetti from the Chiefs' Super Bowl win, big, huge chunks of the ground shouldn't just, like, come up in my hand. That's no good. Uh, a little bit of news in the NFL. This is big news, uh, massive for the future prospects of the Detroit Lions. Uh, according to Tom Pelissero, Ben Johnson, you know, the hot offensive coordinator that everybody wanted, Yep, he's informed the Seahawks and Commanders he's staying in Detroit. Wow. Wait, big what? stunner. Yeah, that is from Tom Pelissero. That's a huge blow to the commanders who are waiting and waiting and Ugh. waiting and thinking, oh, we got our, this is our guy. This is our guy. Nope. Massive get for Dan Campbell to keep their OC. You know, we were just talking yesterday about, like, you never know if you're going to get back. You could lose your OC. According to Tom Pelissero. Oh, man, they got Dan Campbell. Like, he's got Ben Johnson locked in. Ben Johnson had a huge. chance for trouble last year. He probably, opens up Belichick then again, correct? Uh, you think? To Washington, maybe? They already have a GM, though. And his four, oh, former right. 49ers uh, personnel guy. I, Vrabel's really interesting. And then does Bobby Slowick suddenly not stay in Houston? You yeah, know, I think that's that's the Yeah, Bobby Slowick didn't have like the good opportunity to pursue. Wow, that is a stunt. There's no quarterback, ben, dude. Ben Johnson. That quarterback suck. Ben Johnson could leave next year still, but they're obviously gonna give Ben Johnson a nice raise. But to have one more go at it, if you're Dan Campbell with Ben Johnson as your OC, that is huge. Good for I mean, good for the Lions. Retain your personnel. That's awesome. Sucks for the commanders. I didn't think Seattle was getting Ben Johnson. I thought no, it was I so always the commanders. So yeah, now you go clearly to your second choice. Clearly, if you're the commanders. Do they still stick with the young, unproven offensive guy? Or, yeah, do they go with someone like Rabel? Remember, they just fired a veteran coach in Ron Rivera. So do they go right back to another veteran coach? Or do you come up with the next up-and-coming mind? Open the door for Spags? Raheem Morris. No. Raheem Morris uh, already got hired down in, in Atlanta. And, yeah, Bobby Slowick, we think he's staying. For now, I said he was staying. But maybe there's an opportunity. that open. Who knows? It's going to be interesting to see. Maybe he said he was staying because the only opportunity might have been the Panthers. And he's like, mm, I ain't going for that. That is huge. That's a stunner, man. 
No, I just I, we've been talking about it for weeks. I think everyone in the NFL seemed to think that that Washington. was a done deal. I mean, it's pretty funny. That everybody was just waiting out. Well, they got new ownership. They're not fun. like no, but it's still funny. Like they, oh, they yeah. were waiting and waiting. They thought, oh, this is pro. We're we're having a great off season. We're gonna get the best kept coaching candidate. No, you're not. In just fairness, out of curiosity, he knows Andy Reid's. Re- this is the deep conspiracy. He knows Andy Reid's retiring next year. Oh, okay. Oh, and so I was he, he's waiting. He's waiting for. To, to be with Patrick Mahomes, you know. He'll still be a hot candidate. He'll be uh-huh. 38 years old next year. Pete He's has, just going to wait out that job. Pete yeah. said that his contract runs through 2025, through yes. the 2025-26 season or 24-25. Because sure the detail. I mean, if it does end after next year, there is technically a possibility of that well, yeah, happening. But that's, but that's way different than the stupid Bill yes. Belichick angle that people throw out. And, and somebody correctly pointing out on the text line that, yeah, the Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald might end up being the Commanders guy. That's that's the people, very high, of people are very high on on yeah. him. Younger DC. I personally still just would hire a defensive coordinator to be my head coach. That's just where I'm at. But uh, mm. we, we shall see. Seattle might want McDonald too, though, because Dan Quinn. That name got mentioned earlier. If you wanted to hire Dan Quinn, you could have hired him weeks ago, a month ago. You could have Dan Quinn and like I don't know how long ago was it the Cowboys lost a month, almost. Yeah, and you could have had him a while back. So. I don't know. Maybe it reopens that, but I mean, I thought once, I thought once the Falcons job didn't go to Belichick, we were done there. But I mean, again, the Commander is not a bad job because a lot of circumstances are good. The problem is the single biggest circumstances is a massive unknown. You do not have a quarterback. Your quarterback is Sam Howell. That is not a good position to be in. I think that that's why you see the quarterback's not Sam Howell though, Cody. He's not. I mean, they're clear. Their they're quarterback they're number, is no one. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, but their quarterback clearly is not Sam Howell. It's saying like your stuff. The, the, the number no, three no. pick in the three number pick? two, okay. yeah. three pick in the draft. Yeah, like they're, they're obviously drafting a quarterback. And so they don't have Sam Howell. Now they got to find the next guy. You're right. They got to drink maize the goods. Sure. Yeah. But Sam Howell's not. They, they will have a different. That's not why Ben Johnson didn't take the job. Who knows what the reasoning is? Well, maybe. Maybe you he's scouted and he's like, I don't like Drake May. I'm out. I mean, or. They'd be the second or, North or, Carolina guy that they he, brought in there. Or he just realizes Recently. like what you guys were, or what you were saying, Drew, which is that he's young enough that like next year, there'll be another five or six he's jobs that open up. And whether it's you know, anywhere. Dallas, said whether it's the Chiefs, you didn't want to even enter no, that into the world. No, because it's absurd. It's absurd. That is some updated news in the NFL. We'll continue with that with what's trending coming up next and reevaluating the AFC at the quarterback spot after some are saying Lamar Jackson choked with his performance on Sunday. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.